What's going on, everybody? This is James Grandmaster Facts Boys, and this is another episode of The Facts Project. Today, special guest, my main man, who I have not talked to in a very, very long time. Great author, great writer of CNS Comics, and the hit indie success, Talasha. Wilson Lee, everybody. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is so good to be kicking it with you again, James. It feels like it's been forever. It uh, has been. Now, since we got got to kick it, man. Now, now during the course of um, what I what I wanted to do when I started uh, started on Instagram, and I only started on Instagram back in like 2018. I know I'm, I'm no longer there, but back in 2018, I started to do an IG live with a lot of indie creators. You were one of the first people that I talked to. And this was around the time that you were you were first kicking off uh, Talasha, yeah. and you you had explained to me about this deity and uh, this deity basically molding herself in the universe and getting to know herself, and it all had the, it had this animation. I remember you had like the animation of Talasha, and believe you me, like aside from the comic itself and the animation. It drew me to the character so much so that I got a I got a picture of her up here on my wall. I can't even. Is it the Zulu toll? Yes, it's it the is. Zulu toll, isn't it? it it's ah. since I've gotten it, it's never moved. There's only ten of them, man. So I never printed any more of the full size ones ever again. So oh, man, you like, that's what I'm saying. Like we go back. Like 2018 was when I was first dropping. It was I just got on Instagram because I didn't social media before. Yep. Um, entering in with the comic book community. It, it seems like, and it, it's beautiful to see how everybody has grown and evolved. I mean, like, it, it's like a graduating class. Like I see all the people I came up with and I'm like, yeah, look at us, look at us balling out, man. Like everybody is balling out. So, right. Uh, amazing, and, man. And uh, under, under the circumstances, a lot of us grew closer during the pandemic because a lot of us got a chance to actually talk to each other through social media about our stories. Uh, we got to talk to each other about what type of uh, what type of projects that were more so coming out. And it, it, it's the community is what it is. It's it's ever evolving. It's a loving community. And we just continue to strive and progress on and on again. And it's good to see. I've seen you now at, vir at, at virtual cons uh, during the pandemic. And now you're you're at physical cons. That's what I'm saying. Yes. This is exactly what we wanted to get to. Right, right. I mean, it, that's what I'm saying. It is a dream. It is a dream that, you know, we're all getting to live, man. I feel blessed every day that uh, somebody sends me a message and says, I liked your stuff, or somebody hits the shop and makes a purchase. And, you know, it's it's not like anything else I've ever experienced, man. Like when you go all in for yourself and you really try some stuff, and like you said, the pandemic made us all a little bit braver about um, making some attempts. You didn't have nothing else to do. Everything was shut down. And it, it's crazy how all things can be a blessing when uh, you have a, a good enough perspective on it and, and time enough to kind of see what really happened. Like it was a chance to evolve. And I think, I think I'm impressed and, and proud of how everybody around me evolved. And it, it's inspirational every day, man. Like when I see all the good things happening and in the midst of so much chaos. So yep. big ups to everybody, man. It's amazing. Love it. So much so that I remember when you were creating the first comic that um, I think our first talk, you were telling me about like 
the chapters that you were writing and you were taking them to work and you and you were basically like telling telling everybody at work exactly how the story was going to going to unfold. Those yeah, I couldn't stop nerding out, man. Those, those were your first Kickstarter Kickstarter backers right there at your job. People that just uh, it was it's crazy, man. Like you you don't realize how many people uh, are into the same type of things. Like my brothers never really gone to the cons or nothing like that. I might be the nerdiest of the family. My eldest brother's pretty nerdy. He comic booked. That's where I got my second hand was from the eldest. So yep. uh, we can get pretty nerdy together. But the other two, because there's four of us and we all work together to try to make things happen, not just comics. We do a lot of stuff like agribusiness and we're into growing our own food and you know, own some land, work some land, be about something, folks, you got more in you than you know. Don't waste yourself. You got you got more in you than you know. So like we really do uh we'll take some risk as a squad. Like when you when you got a group like that around you and shout out to my mom and dad, man, for raising us in a way that makes you believe in yourself. You you don't feel they didn't fill us up with doubts about what we could do. They they told us, you know, like you got to put some ass behind it, but mm-hmm. if you go out there to do it, you can get it done. So I, I'm so appreciative of, you know, like having that, that around me. And I think that that's what really uh, is allowing CNS comics to excel. And now like we get to expand and, and I can push some doors down for other folks and, and put their work in front of you, not just my own. And that's just like a, whole new feeling and a whole new like uh it's it's awesome man like I've been blown away lately at what's been happening for us and like the the steady growth like yeah yeah, I know about the grind and I know about how hard we've been working but when you start to see like the effort from the past return it's encouraging to keep working like this what I'm getting now is from the last three years of busting my butt um, and I'm so excited about what's in the future because of how hard I've been working and how much we believe now, like, it, I just know we're about to do, uh, even cooler stuff than you've seen. We still animate and I've linked up with an animator, uh, Izui Joku. Um, mm. he is, and he convinced me a little bit more about 3D and, you know, I still partner with Dimotion Studios who, originally animated right. our original content so we're still everybody's still here and we're just building on it so some things have been um a little quieter and you may not get your tells of the stars right away in the beginning of the year because i got some other stuff from right. cns comics that it's time for folks to get i need people to get dark fantasy because i want dark fantasy I'm, mm. i read it um i'm a nerd too so right um I want these books, these other books to come out from the other creators that uh, have been down to throw in their lot with me. Like, they're like, hey, CNS Comics, you're doing CNS Comics. Can I do CNS Comics too? And I was like, well, I mean, do you work hard and want to grind with me? Because I'm down to build. And, and you start to run into people that right. are down to build. And um, it's encouraging. I'm in a, I'm, we've been in a good place. So. That's what's up. And, and, and well, there's... Uh, there's a reason um, the the name of your company is CNS Comics. It mm-hmm. also stands for Crump and Sons. So basically, you talking about the family aspect of your company 
okay. is attributed to the title of the of your company as a whole. We are the sons of Crump. My my brothers and I uh, said that we were going to work together to try to do something where we worked for ourselves, mm-hmm. um, and that's a legacy that's different than. Um, a legacy working for someone else when you when you can leave a vehicle by which people might empower their own dreams as opposed to someone else's you know to earn your bread like we live we work you got to work um to eat so but if you can work on the things that matter to you to eat mm-hmm. i think that's a legacy more powerful than um these really high paying jobs that take all your time Very i mean true. i like farming like when you really think about growing your own food, people think that's too much work. I'm like, well, I mean, you know, it's, it's some physical, but physical is good for you. Yeah. You should get some physical, but you really only uh, work hard when you got to bust the ground plant and then you chill and yeah. maintain the rest of his patience. Harvest. I mean, the harvest is festival time. You go get you some food after that and a little bit more work. So it, it's not, um, I think that's what COVID did for a lot of people was make them think about how you want to work, not that you don't want to work, but how right. you want to do that. Cause that, that's a part of your life and, and you spend a lot of time working. Um, how do you want to spend that time on, on your dream or, you know, something else. So you just gotta sometimes take that leap. And like I said, that support of a family that's willing to, to work with you. That's that, I understand is something that everybody doesn't have, which is why once I realized that people were getting behind this thing, I was like, well, there's other people that want to do this too. And I'm going to be a, a gate buster um, mm-hmm. for other folks. So as soon as I could get a sledgehammer to knock something down for somebody else, we, we went to doing that too. And absolutely I'm more excited about that almost than, than issue four, which we're halfway through, which is going to be a 32 page issue. So it's, it's our version of the key issue for the Tales of the Stars. It's going to really change the landscape um, for the TOS-verse. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have a lot of different options for those who don't want to fly in outer space with dragons. Um, right. got Dark Fantasy coming from Sousa, um out of Brazil. And it's I love what the team is doing with that, like the way the, the colors and Speddy's lines go together. Andy Coons, my boy from, from college, is doing the colors on that. And it's like a Sin City type of color scheme, but right. all its own. Like it's Andy makes things feel like metal when he colors them. And and the brush stroke, that's what I call it from Speddy, because he's actually hand drawn and scanning in the base. Gotcha. The baseline art is hand drawn, um, and it's just it's got a feel to it that you'll you'll feel it when you're turning. You'll feel like you're in this misty, dark universe, dark, um, mm-hmm. which is his IP's uh, universe, and he's got a, a five book set that we're going to roll out from Dark Fantasy. If you're on the mailing list, if you were on the mailing list by Halloween, midnight on Halloween, you got issue one of dark fantasy with the exclusive hex cover the halloween exclusive cover which i did um, <laughs> yes but but to retract um for a lot of people who have not had the opportunity to get to know you or know your brand you've had tales of the stars talasha trial of the hoarder talasha and the spaceway pirates 
Now, for for anybody who hasn't had the chance, like I said, who hasn't had a chance to to basically get in get involved with the, some of the stories that you've been able to bring out, what is Tales of the Stars? What is the TOS verse, and who is Talasha? Ah, uh, so it all starts with the call of the voice that speaks it. So, um, you're in the world of existence with a capital E, so that's where TOS verse takes place. And it's a realm of essentially infinite life, infinite possibility. Talasha at her core is an explorer, both externally and internally. So you're on an exploration mission. She's a warrior, um, but she's exploring. Like you'll see in each issue, like Tales of the Stars, you see multiple worlds in issue one, Talasha of the Stars. In issue two, The Trial of the Order, you're seeing new worlds. She's expanding her uh, understanding of the universe around her and at the same time expanding her understanding of herself and what she's driven by and what she's meant to do. But what she is um, less fourth dimension, fourth wall and more inside of the universe itself is mm -hmm. a being from an immortal race called the immortals. They are infinitely variant in type. They don't look the same. Generally, they look like all types. The hoarder is a uh, a worm Jedi type dude. He's right. Like a mean Obi-Wan. Um, and like a really mean Obi-Wan. He is. And then you got, yeah, he's like mean, man. Uh, then you got the blacksmith. He's a big bovine type giant, uh, but the friendly giant, he's cool. He's a craftsman. So most of the immortals were like artists and beings. But Toll came out kind of fiery and different than any other immortal that's ever been called. She was immediately intercepted by the stars who wrapped her up in their power and offered their power in exchange for her to take on the challenge of slaying the cosmic dragons and she had the temperament for it and went right to it so she was like yeah let's do this and from there you're on an adventure where uh, ultimately she's on a quest to defeat the cosmic dragons once and for all and, and bring balance to existence with a capital e so that's the Tales of the Stars main series. Um, but within that universe, you have all the mortal races and mm. their trauma and their, their experiences and how she interacts with them and they interact with her um, is also a way that the universe expands. So it's a really big place. I always say it's everything you want, but nothing you expect. Right, right. And, and, and the thing is like, this kind of like took off because I, uh, I remember the first issue you know, we were all just just starting to get to know you. And it was like the animation came out. It was like, OK, I'm really me, myself. I'm really in the cosmic shit. So initially it was like, yeah, I'm, I'm already on board. And I saw everything that basically like came came with with the package of uh, getting to know Talasha and realizing that it was sort of like uh, she's she's a wanderer, uh, just just exploring the galaxy uh in in cooperation of of ultimately setting herself up for a final destination like a, a very big climax that's kind of formulating throughout these books and through it all uh i've come to find out that there's other characters whether it been the hoarder or the blacksmith but i've always asked of a lot of indie creators if there is intersectionality, if there was any type of other characters that could carry on their own story within 
the story itself. And yet, when you came out with a very short Kickstarter, intersectionality-wise, boom, this happens. So, got your first three issues of, of uh, the TOS-verse. And within that, you get issue one of the Captains. And I got to say, the artwork, the progression from issue one to issue three, and even this, bro, who's, who is the artist on this? Uh, that's JP Torres, man. Like he is doing phenomenal. He's a student. And you, when you look at that, he is rich in Kirby, rich in all the things that made comic books that I loved what I loved. Like you're a cosmic man like I am. I, I take right. the title of the Cosmic King. Yo, there's so much depth within. It's like paintings. Every panel yeah. is like a painting. It's it's some really good looking stuff. Yeah. I'm super excited about where these arcs can go. Um, JP's on board. He's been he said he loves it too. So when the artist likes it, you can see it in the work also. Um, Sash is just he just gets better and better when you see issue four. Um, what he's doing with this one because issue four is a fight book. Mm. So you've gotten okay. Yeah, like you've but, gotten all your power scale and you've gotten your understanding right. of the universe. There's a lot of dialogue in, in issue three. There's tons mm -hmm. of dialogue. There's so many panels on each page. Oh, my goodness. To where there's just conversations on conversation. There might be eight panels per page on a lot of this. Right, right. Okay. You got to get the cross rest of the lore. Right. The lore is over. It's time to, it's time to square up. So okay. in issue four, you will see Talasha take on her first fight, a big fight. Um ball burke so there's more in there than that like i said it's it's uh this one is a 32 page issue and it's going to close out volume one it ends at a point um that i think people are going to enjoy there's it, it's it's the best book yet like it's meant to be because it's meant to end all the lore so you're you're done hearing about why toll and how toll now you're about to see Toll. Mm -hmm. um, and from here on out, the pace quickens. Uh -huh. So if you were reading a novel, you're out of the prologue and, and you're out of the the field and into the forest. And it's it's starting to get uh thick very quickly. Like it will continue to escalate um until you get to the end. Like you're gonna feel like, oh my god, I'm on a train wreck. Right. Um, all the way to the end of this thing. And like you said, it's coming to a really big head like all that lore comes to a really big head and you'll see from you'll understand why she is called the immortal queen tolasha mm. um, by the end of this arc so essentially this big giant arc is tolasha's backstory and within tolasha's backstory you're going to get the close of our first age so the captains is a prequel to toll toll okay has not emerged yet. The advent of Talasha is what it's what it ends up being called. There's a lot of things Toll does in our universe in the timeline that get named because they become very important. Right. Um, so she's gonna move from your central figure to your very powerful interventionist type figure within the universe. Mm. Um, and the stories are going to then focus more on the other beings that exist. So the first age is the age of you know, if you were talking about when the new gods murked everybody out type of age, like gotcha. that type of deal, you're going to come into the second age where it's kind of a mingling of the powerful beings 
mm-hmm. and a winding down into and the and the super powerful mortals because there are mortals that uh, rival the immortals in power. Like they just because they're immortals doesn't mean that they command the power of the infinite, mightier than all the races that exist. There are beings out there that uh, die, mm-hmm. but are more powerful than an immortal. In, right. in combat because the immortals are not geared necessarily toward combat there's there's two you'll see toll and khan uh khan the thurgarian i can't see you know if you get me going i can't nah. wait to get all the lore out on somebody but hey, um, hey. yeah yeah like, i'm with you it. See it you'll i mean oh there's my, some epic battles coming for you though. my next big question was uh throughout these first three books when when we when you chose to create somewhat somewhat of a path away from Talasha to start up a whole new story, why the captains? Why a, a, a team of mortals? Why them? Oh man, the spaceway pirates are very important to me. Um, yeah. I speak almost directly to the reader through the spaceway pirates. They have a lot to do with how um, I view the world around me. Uh, so, so they're my most important mortal race. Honestly, they're the first mortal race that is truly, um, impactful. I know that you, you know, within the same book, you get another mortal race as well, because it's the world is full of mortals, but the pirates were, uh, when I made Bala, I fell in love with Bala the same way I fell in love with Toll Mm -hmm. and Bala will be running the war books like she'll show up in the captains once you get far enough in the timeline because the captains will span the entire the entirety of my universe because uh the spaceway pirates are original there's elder races right mortals that predate immortals within Mm -hmm. existence because the immortals are not they're called they're not natural to existence which you witness with with the advent of toll now, see, that's rare because it's usually the other way around in a lot of books. It's usually the immortals that are pretty much the, the end all, the be all. They've been here before existence. They've started up the universe. They kickstarted everything. And then the mortals follow because they were of the immortals creation. It's almost like oh, the gods, no. the god, the human concept. See, and I, I, um, I always take the approach of uh, I'm an archetype breaker. Okay. Because you'll identify with it, but it will jar you um it's a little topsy-turvy to take like and i love it when somebody's really reading my stuff man because i'm a writer like i'm trying to do stuff to you and it it tells Mm -hmm. me that it's working right um yes but yeah like the the there's you'll see a lot of that where kind of things get a little bit flip-flop where what you would normally think you're not allowed to think in my universe this time because you need a different perspective every now and then i think um, that's one of the the big themes, you know, about why I wanted to create comics and why I wanted to story tell to begin with is because I, I want to help us all think about things from as many angles as we can because the world is crazy and things are weird. It's true. Um, you don't, it's hard to understand everything, but the more you understand, the uh, nicer you become. I don't know how else to say it. There's a dude can't remember who it was, but he said, young people take a hard line on justice because they haven't done enough sinning. Like the longer you live, the older you get, either you become really, really hard or strong enough to forgive. And I I think that it's important to me to um, come from a place of love and not fear. 
which is why Talash's immortal power was to be fearless. So that's another way that I embedded. But um, yeah, the pirates, they're an elder race along with some of the races that you'll see uh, deeper in the story. Um, and then when you get the other spinoffs, because the captains is not the only spinoff, you'll get huh? the saga, the maid and the born. Like there, there are other stories. When you get the maid and the born, that's going to be some really dope stuff. Um, if you go back into the first age, so that's, that's going forward in time. Right. If I went back into the first age, it all starts with the children, the children of the infinite. Um, and it's a really deep story that leads you to how immortals actually came to be in the place that they're from and why they exist and how everything is really formed. Uh, the immortals are not, wouldn't be considered gods. They are a race born of the infinite. The gods were, would be the children. Mm. Um, and the game okay. of the children is what you're seeing play out over and over and over again. The game of the children never ends and it, it just keeps changing forms. Um, but that's essentially, that's that real deep, deep lore. Mm -hmm. Like, um, you got to be Cimmerillion nerdy to want to get in on that. Um, it's, it, but yeah, it's like, there's a whole thing that happened prior. Right. Um, and why the stars are so powerful, like where these things come from. I know one day I'll tell you guys too, um, when you're deep enough hooked into where you're like, well, damn, where the immortals come from? And I'll be like, ah, mm -hmm. let me tell you the story of the children of the infinite. Um, and kind of the infinite is like every different being, because it's a perspective game, right? Like all the different mortals call the same thing, different stuff. Um, and tell the same stories different ways. Right. Because they, they were there, they saw it differently. So yeah. um, the infinite, is, it, it's running through all things, but everybody talks about it differently um, and interacts with it differently and has a different relationship to it. But it is the driving force in our world would be like, George Lucas called it the force. We, we consider yeah. the power that is magic or whatever. That's the, that's the infinite. And your ability to draw from the well of the infinite is uh, where you get your magical powers and the stars are the real stat that. And that's usually like the power of storytelling. People often say about uh, like, let's just say, say for what it is. People often say about like stories from the Bible. People, there's a lot of people that read the Bible who take it in a literal sense. There's some people that mm -hmm. take it in a more of a spiritual sense. And then there's some people who like figuratively like look at it as like, those are the ways that I should carry out my path. Everybody's going to look at it through their own perspective. And that's where you get uh, sections of people who think a certain way. You often see that as well through any type of story. There's somebody who might absolutely love the nostalgia piece of Huckleberry Finn. There might be other people that might think that that is the most racist book ever mm -hmm. imaginable. You know, it depends on the perspective of who the reader is, you know, so like books like yours, you can take it any certain way. Some people might look at it and be like, wow, you know, the the cosmic element of it and the way that I see Talasha carrying on his story is kind of like a, a spaghetti Western, someone who aimlessly alone travels through travels through space and time in order to uh, have fulfillment in in herself then you have some others that may look at it and be like you know 
Talasha has this deep understanding of who she is, how powerful a person that she is. And that's what makes me like her. So you could take it both ways. You know, you'll, you'll find, you, you find, you find this uh, like a sense sense of understanding everybody for that silver surfer vibe that she she is she's lonely she's yeah it's that surfer vibe my my favorite character by the way that's one of my favorite characters of all time absolutely warlock and surfer are my top two favorite comic book characters because the warlock is tormented in a way that i think was skillfully done in a very weird way that makes you have to read it repeatedly um, but he is a tormented OG, OG warlock. Like his, yes. when you pick up his original run before you get into all the infinity watch and all that cool stuff later on, where they, you know, kind of pull warlock back OG warlock, whose best friends were Gamora, Pib the troll and yep. Thanos. Yeah. His, his closest homie was Thanos and Thanos yeah. even felt guilty about having to do him dirty. The multiple times he did him dirty because Thanos too. Uh, they had a real bond that Thanos is just he'll, you know, Thanos will kill you anyways, but it's just how it rolls. Right. But um, it was an interesting grouping of characters and it put Warlock in weird moral situations. I, and he's originally presented like the perfect being, and then he's just completely morally compromised forevermore. Like, yep, I, I love it. He's like, it, it's an interesting way to do things. It's an archetype breaker. They did the Jesus, but like, yeah, a weird, a weird Jesus. It, 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 it was, it, yeah. I, I give you that aspect. It was almost a, like almost, not the devil, but reverse Jesus. I don't want to say reverse Jesus and make people think the devil, but like, <laughs> no. <laughs> ah, yeah. Anyways, it, it's a weird story. Like the more I for us, he lived for us, so much so that he encompassed himself in the very vessel that could carry on life. It is, he kills himself multiple times. Kills himself. Like he when he when he realizes he's the villain, like right. you're the villain. It's 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 my favorite thing about people mm-hmm. because our superpower is our greatest weakness. Yes. And it's always true. And it's just Warlock represents it in a in a way that I really like, especially the whole Mega saga. And um, I'll be interested to see what actually happens with the Warlock. I know it's not gonna be that story because no. that one is just too weird. But I love the MCU for its original storytelling. Yeah. I rebelled originally, but then I, I realized something. It's not the comic books. And if mm-hmm. it was the comic books, wouldn't I be bored? I it took those. me a while to get that way too, especially Hard. with uh, how James Gunn is doing like cosmic, the, the cosmic side of, of Marvel, which I love. I love the cosmic side They're of Marvel. cool movies, but that is not what was on. I'm not that yeah. guy. I'm not going to be it, that yeah. it's not in the comics. But like, I, I realized I, I had to come to an understanding long time ago that the movies are only two hours long. I am only going to get... Uh, a little bit of the source material that I'm going to get, as well as the screenplay in which they're hoping to adapt from right. and make it entertaining for the audience. And that's totally fine with me now. Back then, I would, you, you, I would, I would argue it all day. It was like, not doing exactly what not right. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, but to continue on, um, now that um, you've been, you've had the ability to uh, do virtual cons that you've actually had to put this, put this comic in front of, in front of people who have never heard of you, uh, go to live can- cons to where people have never heard of you. What has the reception been like? 
people have been good to us. Um, yes. We are inching up on a thousand total comics sold, both print and digital. So I love that. Um, yeah, to, to me, it's crazy. Like I always think to myself, like, and it started happening now. So I know how I feel. Like originally, you remember, I was like, if 10 people came up to me and asked me about my comic all at once, I would fall over. I do actually almost fall over. Yes. I, I absolutely nerd out when people show up, but they they show up, they see it. Um, and, you know, you know how Comic-Con goes. I know that we're going to have a good day when early on, a lot of people are just like stuck, like glue looking at your your booth. They didn't come here for me. And I know you didn't but you're looking at me so hard and you're about to like, go, go get the thing you meant to get. And then, yeah. cause I, I'm a nerd. I came in there looking for something, you know, that's, that's yeah. how comic cons work. And then I want to see what's out there, but I also like my little monies is meant for something. So when uh, I catch you looking, I'll, I cat call you. I see you again. It's so much fun. Um, <laughs> open the book. I got a test copy. Uh, the reception has been, better than I thought it would be, um, mm -hmm. honestly. Fayetteville was so much fun. We did a really good job in Fayetteville. We're in Greensboro next weekend, Greensboro, North Carolina. Nice. At the Triad Comic Con. It's at a hotel. I think I've got something on the website for you guys, cnscomics.com um, slash what's new with the hyphen, you know, that uh, I think it's in some hotel, but it's only one day. I'm really excited about that one, though. We've got the captains now available. Yeah. Um, it will be available in our shop for those of you who ain't on it like James was on it. Um, Friday, November 5th, when we launch our CNS Comics Tonight show. So we'll be launching our live show and rolling out um, issue, issue one of the captain. Well, see, I can't help it. I'm on the mail list. So I'm going to get that email regardless. <laughs> you know so but like more so this uh this whole surgence that you that you've been putting yourself through for the past like three years it's allowed you to then take on correspondence with fellow writers future uh aspiring writers and and artists who want to get seen just like you did three years ago and essentially want to put that work in so i've seen through the mailing list that you've expanded your teams in, in a way yes yes uh we now are more than just me uh Spetty susa has come on with us and brought his ip universe dark and kim Ni pierre uh, my main man kim has come on and brought his uh universe the realm of amanya bruh okay uh there is a demon devouring demon. Look, it, it, wait till you hit Akane and them. She's like uh, from a clan that they are cursed mm -hmm. and they take the power of a demon to defeat demons. Mm -hmm. um, so a horror. And, Is it oh, a it's, it's, I would say it's like a supernatural thriller. Okay, gotcha. Um, it's got horror elements. You're gonna, there are gonna be moments where you're like, oh my goodness, the darkness. Like it's because it's. Mm. the darkness that devours the darkness it's a it's some good stuff like i'm really and that's how we ended up linking up like they need help pushing it mm -hmm. uh, they create their work you know there's a lot of artists with really good ips i'm a solid writer myself so i can throw in some with you and kind of yeah work some really good editing into to ips that are already very strong 
Um, and that's what you're going to be seeing here. Same thing with Spetty. Spetty makes all of the art and he's the storyteller. Um, and I've got a pre-built platform. So we're teaming up to uh, take what I've built so that you don't got to start there and we'll start together. Um, and I'm a, you're the big piece. I'm the small piece publisher. Yeah. Not the, I, I eat you and devour you completely. No, I'm looking for people to, uh, that want to build. And if you want to build, I want to help you build too, especially if we're building on to the same thing. So it's kind of a, a collaborative process, um, where we're producing some really cool books. Um, you've seen dark fantasy. Yes. We are going to release that issue one to everyone else, but not the hex cover digitally um, in December. And okay. then coming into January, it'll be Spetty's time. Um, look for us to come to Kickstarter for issues two through three or maybe two through five, depending on how strong the response is to issue one, because it's a five book series. All, um, wait, all at once? Yeah, yeah. We might roll out, roll out heavy. We're, we're at least going to roll out two and three. Um, Man. But we are going to be launching full-blown other IPs. Now, we're of course, we're always going to do the Tales of the Stars as well. Like I, like I said, we're working on some really neat animation stuff that um, it's been hard for me not to like spoil, but I'm getting so much better at it's quite all being right. a proper business side. But oh, sometimes I just want to like, hey, look at the cool stuff we've been making, but I'll get to do it soon. I'll get to yeah. do it soon. I mean, I, I like I've, I think I've understood through major publishers where they always they understand that the writers and the artists are so like hyped about their work that they do want people to see it. Like, I get that. And, and like, you'll find like that major publisher is like he's like, you have to wait like until Thursday of next week. Right. It's like. Don't do anything until Thursday of next week. Stop posting stuff. Take that down. You weren't supposed to take that down. It. You're going so to cool. We want the reveal to be really cool. And I and and see that's the part I think of like the of bigger publishers is that it, I guess they understand writers. They understand the artists. That like they they just like sitting there. They're trembling. They want to put it out so bad, and yet you know they they're holding you back and like hold on because like we want to be able to build up hype for the release date. Don't do it until this date. So once right. you once you do it, we're gonna do it, and then like a couple other people are going to do it. Timing is everything. It, it, yeah, it is. All rolled together. I'm, I'm starting to realize marketing and advertisement for the glamour roles that they pursue and what they what they do, especially in comics, because they might give you like I remember when you um in your Kickstarter pack when um before you release the captains, you put that first page up of the artwork of the ship that was like laying in the, laying in the sand on the, on the barren planet. And I was like, that artwork looks so fucking fire. I'm like, what is that? And it, note me reading the Spaceway Pirates when, I, of course I was in anticipation when, this, when it started to get dropped. And I was like, okay, this is the artwork in this, the progression that I've seen from your first works to this is like shit <laughs> like and I'm, I'm not saying it's it shit i'm saying shit like as the expression like <laughs> man i like for one sash has been doing incredible work here mr torah jp torres has been doing for this first book where, Fire, where, man. where did you find him again i'm sorry uh jp is out of brazil we linked up on ig 
he hit me up and said, hey, man, I do artwork and I'm interested in drawing because he, he loves Kirby. Yeah. So like he's looking at like everybody who loves it is if you love Kirby and those the Silver yeah. Surfer and all that old school stuff like that. Uh You'll look right at it and know what you're right. looking at, man. Because uh, was it in the in the recent um, issues of the X Men House of X Powers of X, Pepe Lars, who's a Brazilian artist, like did like absolutely fantastic work. I think people are starting to see the Brazilian artists for who they are, and them mother. Yeah, they are fire out They're there. They're amazing. Man. Like when you start looking back, you realize a lot of the the artwork that's been here recent in the 2000s. Yeah. This has been Brazilian artists for a long time, and I'm I'm hoping to just like with Spetty, I want to give everybody a chance to, if I can, if I like what you're doing, like, I'm not going to act like, oh, anybody, you know, I, I still have to like it. I got to believe it. I got to love it. Um, I'm not putting out anything that I don't think counts as storytelling that a storyteller would love. That's, that's who we are as a brand. We want to write stories for storytellers. Um, I want to be your favorite rapper, rapper. I want to be your favorite writer's writer. Yep. Uh, because I want a story that gives you all those layers. Like, um, and I think JP's artwork really pairs really, really well. It's true. Like those like that last page. The, yeah. Even, even in some of the scenes in the beginning of the book where you're seeing them walk through an unlit room, it's hard to do shadows. And he's doing shadows tremendously well. Yeah, the artwork in this one just. Yeah. It hurts you, man. It hurts yeah. you. And uh, it, it keeps building. This is a good little, the, this run is set up to be four books. I generally operate, you know, like if you know me in, in four book runs. Um, the Tales of the Stars, we're going to keep rocking 16 page books mm -hmm. um, to a 32 page key and close out a volume because it's it's an epic story. Yeah. So you can expect that pattern to repeat. Um, and we'll change artists between volumes sometimes and, and different things and and pick up different projects with Sash. So we've got like a a really like well-forming team of artists and creators. Um, and I think we can do a lot of, because I got some other stories for you too, like some one-offs I want to tell, like some Road One style stuff. And then I got, um, I'm sleeping on it, but I sent it to you, mm -hmm. uh, Free Soul Unbound. Eventually folks will experience Free Soul yeah. and I'm, um, that is going to be a different type of work than you've seen me put out even just injured. It's a different type of work. That's a, I'll be looking forward for people to see that because that is not, not to say that it's totally unexpected of you. It's totally within your realm. So I was like, yep, I can yeah. see this from Wilson. For but sure. For, for anybody that has uh, uh, that wants to get in touch with you, and hasn't had the opportunity and, and wants to basically see your work, how can they get, get a hold of CNS Comics? Google, you could Google it. Uh, you could hit us up on Facebook everywhere that you can type in CNS Comics, you're gonna find us. I can't um, type it in on Twitter. <laughs> uh, all right, you got me. You, I don't know, maybe you can, have you ever tried it? I have. Have you ever tried it? Oh, all right. So look, I'm not good at social media. I've been called out for not being on Twitter. I've been called out several times because I, you know, you got to diversify your platforms. Right. Um, you know, back you, you were calling out the marketing and how how important a part of your grind that is. Yes. Um, so I'm always learning. I'm always learning my different platforms. 
um, the website I build. So you can hit us at cnscomics.com. That's me too, who build that clicky, clicky, clicky. Um, so check us out, man. Anywhere you type in CNS Comics, you should find us except for Twitter. Um, and <laughs> I Pinterest. Oh. I might have Pinterest. I don't, I, I, I built these things at some time and I didn't use them. Like when you first start doing stuff, you, you open up accounts for everything while you're trying to figure out what to do. So I, I think I might be on Pinterest. Wow. Mm. I tried it all. Well, brother, I appreciate you doing this with me. Uh, for, for somebody who has been a fan of yours since you started in 2018, I only want to see you succeed because I feel like the stories that you've been able to put on from, from your mind to a page has been extremely dope. The fact that I got four issues of, the, of yours is only, only succeeded by the fact that I know that there's more to come. So you've, you've been able to expand your brand. You've been going to live cons. Hopefully you get to step outside of North Carolina because I feel like more people need to see your work. Soon. Soon. Good. Good. To, I'll start with the East Coast, so I'll, I'll yes. be I'll be your way before long. Don't yes. worry, they're they're I'm coming your way too. So. I'm only in New Jersey. I'm four states yeah, away, yeah. so you know, like this, it's going down. We're I'm, coming everywhere, man. It's it's been a blessing, and it's it's likewise. It's been amazing to watch the growth of Grandmaster Facts and the emergence of the Facts Project, um, and and everything you do and everything you represent is appreciated on this side. So. Thank you Thanks. for uh, being down, man. I've been glad to know you and, and to get to see everything that's been happening happen, man. My man, I appreciate you. So for everybody here at the Facts Project, my man, Wilson Lee, we are out.